0: Retirement Tips Radio is brought to you by Business Radio X, the voice of business in your community. Currently serving over 25 markets, the Business Radio X network is growing fast. We're teaming up with retired execs and established entrepreneurs to support and celebrate local business leaders. If you'd like to make additional income while making a difference, discover more at BRX Team dot com. Now here's your host.
1: Lee Cantor here another episode of Retirement Tips Radio and this is going to be a fun one. Today I have with me Kristen Edens and she is a midlife blogger uh, with an award-winning blog. Welcome Kristen.
2: Hello Lee. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here.
1: Well tell us about your blog. Um, How did that come about?
2: Well it's started the, my blogging journey began 10 years ago when i started my own business as a copywriter and freelance writer and i was told by all the experts i needed a blog so even though i love writing i could not get into the blogging and it took about 6 years when my father suffered a fall and i immediately lunged into caregiving the caregiving role as a 50 plus entrepreneur, I was caregiving my father, also assisting my mother, and then suddenly found myself raising my granddaughter. All those aspects together led into the blogging category, called, which I, my blog is called Managing Midlife. And I found a hot and needful audience for the reality of life after 50. And so one thing led to another which is where I am now, writing about the topics of family, caregiving, entrepreneurship, second acts, and the sandwich generation.
1: So now um, having no real blogging experience prior to this blog, is that right?
2: That is correct.
1: So now when you start out, like, how does that first post go?
2: The first post goes typically just getting yourself out there and and publishing it's almost considered a an online diary in fact blog is short for web blog. and and it just became a diary of sorts for me i needed a place to vent and found an audience for my venting And I believe it's similar for a lot of people who start out blogging. They have a desire to share their thoughts, their ideas, their needs, their experiences, and pretty much blogs get started that way. An audience responds, and then it develops into more topics.
1: So now at first it was, I would imagine it was you talking to you didn't know who at the beginning. And um, at some point the, People start talking back, right? And they start commenting and start, it becomes more of a dialogue than a monologue.
2: Exactly. That is correct. And when, when it's very exciting, when those comments come back in, particularly in the form of how did you do this? How did you get started? How do you keep your your head straight? How do you keep your sanity? Which is what led to more and more articles. I had people asking me the questions, well, how did you do this? Or where did you go for this? Or who did you talk to? And so that became my resource for more ideas.
1: Now, um, how long did it take before you had clues that this was going to be something that worked out?
2: I would say about five months
1: so for the first 5 months you were just putting stuff out there and you didn't know what was what and you were just hoping people were paying attention?
2: Exactly because I had the website, I had the blogging platform, I just published and let it do its thing. I needed to get it out there and then all of a sudden Google took a hold of it. And Google and and Google gets a hold of things because people are searching for how do I caregive? and And what, what's it like starting a business after 50? And how do I manage caregiving a, a parent, a partner and a progeny? And that's a series I have anyways. And so Google is searching for those answers and came across my blog.
1: Now, for you in your career, what compelled you to choose copywriting?
2: Copywriting is very interesting. I had always wanted to be a writer from a very, very early age. And I got the support from my father to pursue that until it came time to go to college. But then suddenly the switch came, oh no, you have to pursue something in the sciences in order to make money. And so I eventually ended up with a master's degree in exercise physiology, but there really wasn't any money in that. And so 10 years ago when the other, the housing crisis and that uh, 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 recession began, I decided, all right, this is my time to start what I always wanted to do. And I started off with fiction writing, but that is extremely highly time consuming and competitive So, in the meantime, I started writing for anybody and anything needing writing. So, resume writing, uh, blogging wasn't really big at the time, but it was resume writing, cover letters, and then the eruption of websites. People needed website content, and so that's how that began, and then people said, oh, Now that you do website, can you do my e-newsletter or my LinkedIn profile? And one thing led to another. And now I do a full service of marketing collateral online, digital and offline for businesses.
1: So now uh, the blog, is that have anything to do with your business or is your business kind of separate and the blog is a different kind of outlet for you?
2: Both have evolved since I started this in two thousand eight, and what I do now is writing for the fifty plus audience and the businesses that serve them.
1: So then, uh, so then they are kind of working together at this point.
2: Yes, they are.
1: And then, um, is this now your business? Like, this is how you uh, derive your income? Yes, it is. So, do, is it better doing this than what you were doing previously?
2: That, that's a good question. I, I did love my work as an exercise physiologist. However, it was as needed hours and there were other factors involved with that when I always wanted to be a writer. And so once I decided I'm going to make this change, which was the beginning of the second act For a lot of people, I was not the the ringleader for second act entrepreneurship, but it just became more prevalent, especially after uh, the 2008-9 recession, people, and and ageism became a thing then too. So those of us who were strict with job loss or layoffs because of our age, we were thinking, what are we going to do with our time? And so many of us took that opportunity. And so for me, I do very much love what I do now. I wouldn't want to go back because I'm reaching such a larger audience that needs my messaging, my experiences, my knowledge, my uh, network to help them grow and be better.
1: So now are you finding that um, these kind of crises, crises, Um, create an opportunity for people. Maybe they are um, not by their choice or maybe by their choice, they're let go and they have to kind of pivot in their career, but they're not ready to call it yet. And then say, you know, I'm just going to be by the beach, but I want to do something that makes a difference. I want to, to worry more about serving people and helping people rather than it would be great to make some money, but, it, but money becomes secondary and then making a difference becomes more of what they're trying to accomplish?
2: Yes, I would say that these crises are that turning point. And when people are forced to reflect at where they are, where they want to be, and how they want to get there. So this is an opportunity, especially under the current crisis, to look at those three aspects, where are you, where are you now, where you want to be, and where do you want? Uh, how will you get there, and so look at both of those avenues, is it going to be, are you going to have a career pivot, do you want to start a, a business, a side gig, do you want something full-time, part-time, random time, or is this the time where you start to explore how you want to feed your soul, maybe there's something that you've wanted to do for the first time, half century of your life and now you've got the time to pursue it what does that look like and a lot more people are taking this opportunity to see how can they give back in a way that's meaningful to them
1: so now uh since you've been doing this for a minute and having conversations with a lot of folks i would imagine who are kind of living through this is there anything you've learned any tips you can share for people who are now kind of facing that moment, maybe voluntarily or involuntarily retiring and now getting on to the second act, what should they be doing in order to find the right path for themselves?
2: Find out, have a good long discussion with themselves. Find out what is meaning meaningful to them. Do they want to pivot their career? Do they want to ex- explore career options? Do they want to phase out and explore more volunteer or giving back options, or maybe it's a hybrid of both. So the first thing to do is really take the time, find maybe a a quiet place, a private place, some radio silent time to really reflect emotionally and mentally and, and professionally on all of that to see what what's driving them right now? Is is it a concern of of income? Is it a concern of time? And is or is it, is it a concern of what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And and let me go back to time for a second here. When you hit fifty, even even our our youngers are always thinking, oh, I'm too old. I'll never have time to do this. But when you hit fifty there's a slight transition with that is okay i've I've got more time to do something what that what is that going to be and there's still that urgency to find something now but keep in mind that you've you no longer have to be that soccer mom or that baseball dad or or volunteering for the school the community the church the the workplace boy scouts or girl scouts you all this has gone in the past. Now you could look forward into what's really meaningful for you. So, career, volunteering, or a hybrid of both.
1: Now, do you find that the people in your community are kind of hungering for this legacy that they want to have made a difference? Now they're getting older, they see, you know, the end is probably closer than the beginning and they really want to live a life of meaning and they want to have done something that is remembered?
2: Yes. Yes. I find that from a decade ago with that recession to the current environment, which is causing another recession, there does seem to be an urgency to live the life they want to live. And in fact, there's a lot of other bloggers that, that quote that. So There is that urgency. The bloggers are out there picking on it, picking up on it and presenting it out there. So in order for your listeners to to pursue that, again, explore the the points that are important to you. What do you want to be? What makes what feeds your soul? And if once you come up with some ideas, start exploring where and how you can make that contribution. Start doing a search, start talking to people. And and I'll use me as an example. I love the National Park Service. I love the World Wildlife Foundation and I love uh, the the animal uh, rehabilitation. So I am starting to look at opportunities to where I can help with that. I would love to go to maybe a hurricane stricken area and help with animal recovery. Or for instance, when the the Gulf oil spill happened, I would have loved to go down there to help with the animal recovery, but I was caught up in the caregiving for my father. But start, for your listeners, start exploring what's important to you. Find out organizations, resources, people, connections, your network. And start talking about it, finding out where those trails lead, and then make those contacts and say, how can I help?
1: Now, in your experience, having uh, kind of run this community for a little while now, do you find that bloggers as community builders uh, and and people in the social media that have a platform like yours that you can have a dialogue with folks, do, do you feel like you have a better handle on the thinking of the public at large as opposed to maybe traditional media when they're kind of talking at you whereas you're talking with your folks
2: exactly you hit it right on the head lee is with when i started my blog five now six years ago i just started it was the people who responded that I reached out to each and every one of them, either through email and or or Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, places like that, and invited everyone to conversations. And then on top of that, seeing the response I got, I knew my peers would likely be good resources or ideas or just to bounce ideas off. And so that just formed this wonderful opportunity that leads and ideas and people and questions are never ending. And so the media focuses on an idea or an immediate need. The bloggers can go in depth and pull out the the deep details and, and deep feelings involved with that.
1: So now, has there been any stories that you've uh, kind of run into during your work uh, that you'd like to share that maybe will be inspirational or help a person kind of maybe take that first and important step to, to, uh, to find this new path?
2: Sure. I have many of them. So one, his name is George. And 10 years ago, he got uh, laid off due to ageism and the whole shebang. And he was floundering for a while, trying to figure out, okay, do I pursue my career or what? And then he eventually, through what I was saying is just exploring and looking for anything, he found FEMA. And we're familiar with with FEMA. And he took an interest in that, explored it a little bit, signed up as a reservist, and is every so often called to help repair or go in and fix fences or rebuild or do whatever uh, wherever wherever he is needed or wherever FEMA is going so they have a opportunity for people who are interested in unpredictable volunteering because you never know when a disaster is going to occur but if you sign up now and sign up as a reservist you'll go through training and when that fitting disaster or when a disaster happens that fits your qualifications or experience then they will call you and then you're part of the team that goes in and does that so he is one that did it there was another one her name is Peggy she's local to me and as she was preparing retirement and one story or another led and and she was uh disturbed by the number of of gun violence and gun injuries to young children. And so she wanted to figure out how can she help. So she started the research too, and, and it was very involved because the immediate idea is to go to uh, Red Cross or the police or maybe the mayor. And then she just what she ended up doing was talking to friends, who formed a, and it was a virtual, even before the virus hit, it was a virtual gathering to talk about what they can do and together that group of, I think it was seven, formed a society, their own society or their own support group to go out and educate children at schools about gun violence and gun safety and what to look for and what to be aware of. That is one story, and yet another story, and I have more. Do you want another one, Lee? Yes, please. Okay, there is another one. His name is Lee, and his wife is Dottie, and they retired some time ago. They're both in their 80s now, but at the time, he was a letter carrier in the St. Louis area, and one thing led to another, and when I say one thing led to another, I say that often because there is no set pattern it's just when you put your thoughts to it and you start asking yourself what matters and then you start talking about it the opportunities present themselves for with so with ron and Dottie, the opportunity of participating in a band came up and and so they both had musical backgrounds and played instruments. And this was a band of other retirees who ended up practicing together. And then they would visit nursing homes and care centers and so on to play big band music from the 30s, 40s, 50s, and so on. And they've been doing that for well over a decade now.
1: Wow, that's amazing. The the, the relationships you must have met through these through this uh, blog of yours, you probably could never have anticipated the depth and breadth of the relationships you have now through this.
2: Absolutely, and so that goes back to your question of would I go back? Would do I miss exercise physiology or m- what I what my career was? And and you're absolutely correct. Is the people I'm meeting, the stories I'm hearing. First of all, it supports the need I had. 10 or six years ago when I started my blog and there's always the comfort in knowing that we're not alone and that just evolved into what I've got now an award-winning blog, but the relationships and the friendships and the stories are just so fulfilling and so satisfying that, that it it was just a wonderful blessing.
1: So now for you and your career, What is more rewarding when someone tells you a story that maybe uh, that your blog contributed to their new happiness or getting a new client for your copywriting?
2: (laughs) Oh, that's a hard question. Uh, I love the stories. I love the connections. And, and the wonderful thing Lee is they they're tied together. So I can't separate one mostly it's the blog and the stories and the people that lead to other business opportunities. So I would, backing track now, I would say the blog is the strong strongest point there because it leads to so much more.
1: Good stuff, Kristen. Well, congratulations on all your success. If somebody wants to uh, check out the blog, what's the best website uh, to go to, to find it and to kind of join your community?
2: All right. The website is kristenedans.com. So that's spelled K-R-I-S-T-E-N-E-D-E-N-S.com. And within that is the Managing Midlife blog.
1: Good stuff. Well, again, thank you so much for sharing your story. And we really do appreciate the work that you're doing to serve this uh, community. It is so needed.
2: Thank you very much. And I agree. And, and just for your listeners, retirement is not just about money. It's about feeding your soul.
1: Amen to that. Thank you again for sharing your story.
2: All right. You're welcome, Lee. Thank you.
1: All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Retirement Tips Radio.
0: Retirement Tips Radio is brought to you by... Business Radio X, the voice of business in your community. Currently serving over 25 markets, the Business Radio X network is growing fast. We're teaming up with retired execs and established entrepreneurs to support and celebrate local business leaders. If you'd like to make additional income while making a difference, discover more at brxteam.com.